Facebook and Google struggle to squelch crisis actor posts. On Wednesday, one week after the school shooting in Parkland, Florida, Facebook and YouTube vowed to crack down on the trolls. Thousands of posts and videos have popped up on the sites, falsely claiming that survivors of the shooting were paid actors or part of various conspiracy theories. Facebook called the posts abhorrent. YouTube, which is owned by Google, said it needed to do better. Both promised to remove the content. The companies have since aggressively pulled down many posts and videos and reduced the visibility of others. Yet on Friday, spot searches of the sites revealed that the noxious content was far from eradicated. On Facebook and Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, searches for the hashtag crisis actor, which accused the Parkland survivors of being actors, turned up hundreds of posts perpetuating the falsehood though some also criticized the conspiracy theory. Many of the posts had been tweaked ever so slightly. For example, videos had been renamed propaganda rather than hoax to evade automated detection. And on YouTube, while many of the conspiracy videos claiming that the students were actors had been taken down, other videos that claimed the shooting had been a hoax remain rife. Facebook faced renewed criticism on Friday after it was revealed that the company showcased a virtual reality shooting game at the conservative political action conference this week. Facebook said it was removing the game from its demonstration of its new virtual reality products. The resilience of misinformation, despite efforts by the tech behemoths to eliminate it, has become a real-time case study of how the companies are constantly a step behind in stamping out the content. At every turn, trolls, conspiracy theorists, and others have proved to be more adept at taking advantage of exactly what the sites were created to do, encourage people to post almost anything they want than the companies are at catching them. They're not able to police their platforms when a type of content that they're promising to prohibit Changes on a too frequent basis, Jonathan Morgan, founder of New Knowledge, a company that tracks disinformation online, said of Facebook and YouTube. The difficulty of dealing with inappropriate online content stands out, with the Parkland shooting because of the tech companies have effectively committed to removing any accusations that the Parkland survivors were actors, a step they did not take after other recent mass shootings, such as last October's massacre in Las Vegas. In the past, the companies typically addressed specific types of content only when it was illegal. Posts from terrorist organizations, for example, Mr. Morgan said. Facebook and YouTube promises follow a stream of criticism in recent months over how their sites can be gamed to spread Russian propaganda among other abuses. 
The companies have said that they are betting big on artificial intelligence systems to help identify and take down inappropriate content, though that technology is still being developed. The companies have, in the meantime, hired or said they plan to hire more people to comb through what is posted to their sites. Facebook said it was hiring 1,000 new moderators to review content and was making changes to what type of news publishers would be favored on the social network. YouTube has said that it plans to have 10,000 moderators by year's end and that it is altering its search algorithms to return more videos from reliable news sources. Mary Debris, head of content policy at Facebook, said the company had not been perfect at staving off certain content and most likely would not be in the future. False information is like any other challenge where humans are involved. It evolves, much like a rumor or urban legend would. It also masks itself as legitimate speech, she said. Our job is to do better at keeping this bad content off Facebook without undermining the reason people come here to see things happening in the world around them and have a conversation about them. A YouTube spokeswoman said in a statement that the site updated its harassment policy last year to include hoax videos that target the victims of these tragedies. Any video flagged to us that violates this policy is reviewed and then removed. For many people, getting around Facebook and YouTube's hunt to remove noxious content is straightforward. The sites have automated detection systems that often search for specific terms or images that have previously been deemed unacceptable. So to evade those systems, people sometimes can alter images or switch to different terminology. Sam Woolley, an internet researcher at the Nonprofit Institute for the Future, said far-right groups had started using internet brands to describe minorities like Skype, to indicate Jewish people, to trick software and human reviewers. Those who post conspiracy theories also tend to quickly repost or engage with similar posts from other accounts, creating sort of a viral effect that can cause the site's algorithms to promote the content as a trending topic or a recommended video, said David Carroll, a professor at the New School who studies tech platforms. That duplication and repackaging of misinformation make the game of snuffing it out whack-a-mole to the extreme, he said. That game played out across the web in the past few weeks after a video suggesting that one of the most vocal Parkland survivors, David Hogg, was an actor, became the number one trending video on YouTube. After a public outcry, YouTube removed the video and said, it would take down other crisis actor videos because they violated its ban on bullying. YouTube has since scrubbed its site of many such videos. Yet some of the videos remain, possibly because they use slightly different terminology. One clip that had drawn more than 77,000 views by Friday described the shooting survivors as disaster performers instead of crisis actors. Other videos that were not about the Parkland survivors, but that called the entire shooting into question, also stayed online. 
a video posted last week by Alex Jones, the founder of the conspiracy theory site InfoWars, titled Red Alert, Evidence Mounts, Florida Attacks is a Giant False Flag, had attracted more than 300,000 views by Friday. On Facebook, some of the posts the social network had vowed to ban were still gaining traction. One lengthy post had been shared by more than 3,800 times by early Friday. The post included a photo of Mr. Hogg and his classmate Emma Gonzalez with the text, Globalist Deep State Crisis Actors. After the New York Times contacted the author of the post, a self-described political analyst named John Miranda, the post disappeared. It is unclear if Facebook removed it. Mr. Miranda did not respond to a request for comment. The tech company's increasing efforts to remove misinformation have a side effect, angering some of their most active users. Mo Othman, a comedian and commentator on YouTube who has about 60,000 subscribers, said that within 10 minutes of posting a video on Wednesday that suggested some Parkland students were actors, YouTube removed it and placed a strike on his account. YouTube terminates accounts after three strikes. Mr. Othman said in a private message on Twitter, I'm not surprised. We live in a world where information is one of the most important tools. He added, in this case, I see YouTube as a censoring machine. Would he stop using YouTube? No, he said, mainly because I'm still a comedian who simply wants to make people laugh. Interesting article, people, and maybe it was a bit long for those who are not really into this type of thing, but I'm only reading this out because there were certain facts that were shared here that I think it's important that everybody should know as a person who creates videos or a person who just goes around and, and watches videos, okay? Now, you know, YouTube, anybody can get an account. Anybody can upload videos. It's a platform that is very powerful, but it's only as powerful as you make it. Some people upload videos and very few people watch them or they, they don't rise. Some people have a need to just continue talking, even though the room is empty. Um, some people have products or services or a brand that they want to continually keep relevant in the face of the people who follow them now and in the future as a as an online resume. And I understand that. And I kind of think I fall under that because I really don't mind if the room has two people in it or 10,000. It doesn't matter. But what I'm trying to say with this particular posting, and I'm going to keep this short because that article was long, was that there are people on YouTube and Facebook who censor. As quoted in this article, right, from the New York Times, Facebook said it was hiring 1,000 new moderators to review content and was making changes to what type of news publishers would be favored on the social network. They are hiring 1,000 new moderators. How many moderators do they have currently? Could anybody ask, answer that for me? Or we can do a little research. I got to sk skedaddle out of here so I don't have the time because I already know because I'm already a victim of it. I'm not saying I know the exact numbers uh, of, of the moderators on Facebook, but how many of us who, especially as black YouTube uh, content creators and black Facebook content creators or people who write articles who have been flagged by the algorithms of Facebook and YouTube have been, okay, we're talking Facebook now, but they've been thrown in Facebook jail. 
That's a term when you've been uh, 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 suspended for a set period of time. I don't really get into Facebook as much. I'm there and I post things there. I have a Lanskerve talk show uh, a group room. I have a Lanskerve fan page and I have a Lanskerve personal page. The former personal page that I had, I got rid of because I knew that there were people there that I did not know and I did not add as friends. So every now and then you have to cleanse it. I really don't care about the numbers. My name is out there, whether I have, I kill off all of my social media platforms. Folks that are connected with me, they are connected with me. The other day I got a call from a young lady who I can't say followed me, but we kind of got along when I did artwork back in the early 2000s, uh, 2001, 2002 on AOL. She's like, my God, Lance, it's been, it's been years, over 15 years. And I'm like, listen, it's about 16, 17 years. And she called me. And she told me, wow, I really appreciate what you've been doing and how you stuck to it. Now, why am I talking about myself that way? Well, the other day I went down to the, to the Three Mask Incorporated, uh, Three Mask Inc. Cultural. And I know you've seen all the videos up there. It's like, what is this, the Three Mask show now? No, but I had to really get the word out and tag some things out because they didn't have as much video content out there. So I promise uh, that every time I come by, I will share and record and get them out there. Right. Not that I'm Superman. I have any more power than anybody else. But some people just don't have a clue. So what I, what I mean, what do I mean by going in on that? Well, the face to face. Communications is what we're going to have to go back to. And anything extra that comes out of social media is extra. I'm old school. I'm used to shaking hands. I'm used to meeting people face to face. And if that's what it's going to come down to, to get the word out on the things we want to share without having a middle person who we don't know. And chances are we pretty much know their ideology and we pretty much know how they'll react to the kind of content that Lance Skurve and others put up out here. We know how they're going to react. Oh, this is racist. Flag it. Keep his channel from getting as many hits. It's okay. Because I've downloaded my videos and I physically have them. So even if you get rid of my content, I have it and it's mine. And of course, when you subscribe to these social media platforms in the fine print, basically, they say that what you upload becomes their property. Well, it will take me to court for the things that I do. God made me. You didn't make me. So we're just going to have to split hairs, draw the line in the sand and fight over that. But the other thing didn't forget. YouTube has said that it plans to have 10,000 moderators by year's end. See, and it's going to alter its search algorithms to return more videos from reliable news sources. Reliable. Wait a second. Who deems those news sources to be reliable? Right. I mean, they said news sources. It doesn't have to be a glittery, glitzy, a billion dollar media platform because we know who controls that we know who controls that now this is going to i guess turn into a hate video because when i say the fake jews control it it is what it is they own it all so how dare they let youtube allow people like me who's sitting in a studio that's an extra bedroom that i changed over into a studio aren't i a reliable news source to the people who I vibe with. Doesn't matter if you don't have a studio, 
You can just merely have a smartphone and want to convey a message to somebody in your community about what's going on as far as discrimination, racism, oppression, white supremacy. But somebody in those offices of Facebook and YouTube would deem that hate speech. Well, come on now. You better hire a million more people because we can change around the wording. We can have live streams. We can. This is why I say to people, come on, y'all. If you're really down with this, we're going to have to get email addresses. My phone number 407-590-0755 is out there. You can text me. We're going to have to go direct with each other in our communications. We can't allow other people who have more concern about the whole thing of crisis actors. But then we have trolls who flag black videos who are speaking about black issues that they have no idea about. And these trolls will flag and flag and flag and YouTube and Facebook. Facebook will throw you in Facebook jail and, and, and cut your account. YouTube will flag you and take away all of the content that you've been working hard on that people can absorb and vibe with. So in essence, it's true. What the comedian said at the end of this article, they are one big censorship machine because who deems what is correct? Yes, I do believe there should be some policing of content. We can't allow people to bully and harass and put out personal information of other people, no matter how much you disagree with them. But who determines what I say to be bad or racist or what I don't have the power to be racist, right? And if I was, after so many years growing up in this country and family down through the last few hundred years that have suffered here and stories have come down the family line and I repeat those stories because you're embarrassed and shamed and want it to go away, I become the boogeyman because I'm talking about it. That's not acceptable. So we have to go directly with our emails, which are not private. We may have to, I'm not saying tone down our language, but these jokers are going to knock things off. The alt-right, they use the word Skype to refer to Jews. We may have to go get into cold words, not because I'm scared to talk, because you all know after all of these years that I've been online, I am not afraid to speak my mind. But what good is it if the message doesn't come across? So we're going to have to get more shrewd in how we communicate on these platforms that in actuality, in all honesty, it's not owned by us. So they really can do what they wish. Really, we don't have the right to complain because this is their house. I can't uh, sing the song like, what was it, Diana Ross years ago? It's my house and I live here. No, we can't sing that. This is not our house. We have a, a black spot and we have I think Black Spot TV, we have other ones that we can go to and we need to support those. We need to upload to those because they're not going to censor us like these other platforms have censored us. So trust me, don't believe everything you see on YouTube and Facebook and don't believe that everybody who they demonize is a demon. If you really trace it, you'll find that the real demons are the ones that don't want truth to get out. You figure it out. And I think you'll see that it's very obvious.
Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.